Afro-Civil Cloud Podcast. This is Johnny Silver Cloud, Soul Brother number one of a kind. Did I begin recording this? Yes, I did. Thank God. I hate it when I forget to do stuff like that. Alright, so I'm here to talk about, um, I guess, uh, I'm going to call these things ThoughtBots and Civil Rights Legacy Leeches. So with the ThoughtBots, these are giant sex toy dolls. Dolls or uh, machines or dolls I guess that are made to um, I guess please a man I mean I haven't seen I haven't seen any anything online that pointed out to uh, male sex dolls but then again I guess the women they got vibrators as as is I don't know like they only need the whole body all they need is the is the is the fake you know penis the, the, the mechanical phallus and they got they got it the man they need the whole body experience so you have um, these folks from Japan doing these awfully thick sex dolls and folks are circulating these images all over Facebook all over social media you know there's a lot of jokes folks are clowning them and everything else and um I think that crap is bad shit motherfucking weird man I don't I don't get it you know um sometimes with us men I don't I don't get us I don't get us because there's also an app that took place, unrelated, but also related. There's this app that took place, supposed to be like a consent app, okay? Let me, you know, let me wedge that one in there too. You know, weird shit that men be thinking of. So, you have this, uh, so someone, it was a man, trust me, it, it was. This man created a, uh, let me see if I bring my homeboy up in here, see if he can accept that invite. All right, so um, some guy made this app, it's called the consent app. And, you know, if everybody got it, like a, the man, the guy got it, female got it, or two men or two women, the person can consent. And they have, like, I guess the logic is having recorded consent on a phone. And uh, what makes things a bit worse and a, a lot more tasteless is that folks can rate each other based on this consent thing. Like, uh, you know, she said consent, then she said no, then she, then she revoked it on the phone. So I give her one star out of five. Like, it's treating people like they're Yelp or something, you know what I mean? So, um, that's some bullshit shit, man. I mean, the way I see it with this consent app, what's wrong with the woman just saying no and you just backing off, right? The girl says no, you back off. I mean, like saying, this app, it reeks of predatorial, like a predator mentality. Like, okay, um, you got that, you got an app, right? Girl got an app. And y'all both consent. You say, you say, dick? And she says, yes, on the phone, right? And, you know, so she stuffs her phone in, in, the, in, the, in the pocketbook, right? And leaves the pocketbook in a car or something like that. Now, she just sees, she like, she's in bed and you know, maybe she sobers up or something happens. And she's like, uh-uh, no, 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 I ain't doing it. Are you going to keep on going because she don't got that phone with her? You know what I mean? These are the things that... I'm quite sure a lot of us guys don't be thinking about, especially those who support the logic of uh, the faulty logic of of pursuing this this consent app that exists. Um, so this right here is my homeboy um, Sheldon, and I have not thought of a nickname for uh, Sheldon yet. 
I, I, I don't, you know, ordinary black guy. I don't know what to say. Um, what is your, People just call me. you say what? They always call me by my last name. Quick. All right. This yeah. is quick, quick man. All right. So, um, what's your thoughts on this? You heard of this, this app thing that's going on in social media? I've heard a snippet of it and that was just earlier today when I was, uh, um, I was watching something. I think it was like the Breakfast Club clip or something. Yeah. Because somebody mentioned that like the guy Aziz Ansari uh, incident. I didn't even <laughs> read his incident. To... That dude looks... Yeah, some broad tried to say he did something inappropriate. And then uh, I think Charlemagne or somebody talked about the app. It's like, yeah, download this app. <laughs> Charlemagne. Oh, the same guy that wanted to give uh, cupcakes and dinner dates to Tommy Lauren? You know, the uh, the super racist, you know, white chick, white blonde, bimbo brat. Get the fuck out of here. You know, uh, Charlemagne Lagarde is hit or miss, man. He's hit or miss. He's one of those guys that sometimes he's right, sometimes he's wrong. And but when he's wrong, you got to let the motherfucker know he's wrong. So, yeah, that's, man, you need to get this app, man. Charlemagne Lagarde, he looks like, he looks like a, a near rapey dude, man. Shoot over again. <laughs> You look like a peanut M&M head having ass self, man. A fake ass fragile star looking self. Now he, now he looks rapey. <laughs> yeah, he looked like that type of dude who like, you have that look in his eye like, oh, now you, you're you trying to say no now? You're trying to say no now? Now you say no? Now you say no? He has like, like that that look in his face like he's he ain't going to get it if the girl says no. I'm just messing with him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a social media guy. Uh, he's a social media guy. I don't know. But that's okay, stupid so to support that. Give me some insight. Give me some info on this uh, this app. Oh, okay. So it's, I don't know what's the name of it. I guess it's called the Consent App. Um, it's an app that, you know, some some guy made with this fear of possibly being called a rapist um, out of nowhere. And um, the logic is the guy has guy have the app the girl has the app and then they um and then um you know you like you're like dick and then the girl's like yes consent bling yay and everybody's happy right wrong you know consent can be revoked at any given moment so so consent should not be tethered to technology you know a woman should be able to say no at any given time. I mean, now, I'm, you know, of course, it, it, you know, po- folks will exaggerate and say, what if you're like having sex for like, you know, two hours and then like, you know, um, you know, two hours and one minute, she say no or something like that. That's rare. I, that's not going to happen. Let's not exaggerate. Let's not engage in hyperbole. Let's be realistic. You know what I mean? You know, you know, let's not just make up crazy ass what ifs. Real talk. If a girl is feeling you, she's feeling you. She's not. She's not. There's times where a woman, like in a club, depending what the the environment is, that she might be a bit drunk or something, or maybe she lied. She lied about having a boyfriend or lied about being married, and she like has this um, this thing in her mind. She's like, "Oh nope, nah, we're not going to do it." And then you know what are you going to do? You're like, "Well, she don't got her phone. Game on." Or you're going to be like, "Um, okay, all right." You're free to sleep in this bed right here. 
I'm gonna sleep on my side. You ain't kicking me out my. You ain't kicking me out my bed though. I ain't kicking me out my bed. You sleep right here. I'll sleep right here. We'll just fall asleep. I'll probably make breakfast and uh, drive you to where you need to be in the morning. Nothing's done. You know. I remember. Okay, so let's let's bring it closer to home. I had a situation where I brought a girl from the club, and then she started. You know, she was like really, really all over me and stuff like that. You know, in the car and everything. Go back home, and then she likes has this moment where she's like, nah. I was like, okay, no problem. Fell asleep. She fell asleep. Woke up. She woke up to me break, making breakfast. And, um, you know, because, you know, military vet, wake up early. So, woke up with me, like, scrambled eggs and some, you know, bacon and anything else and some grits. And she was like, uh, she was like freaking out still a bit, like, upon waking up, like, um, what happened? And I'm like, Whoa, um, you know, enemies and stuff like that took you home. Um, you said no, so I respected that, and you just let you sleep, let you sleep right there. Are you you want breakfast? I have two plates, and she was still a bit freaking out, like um, like uh, a bit concerned, like you know, did you? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, hold on, I forgot her name, but I was like, hey, um. Forgot her name now. I knew her back then. I was like, "Hey, uh, I, I'm, I'm being sincere here. I did not do anything like that." I'm like, "Okay, so she's still kind of like, you know, wilding out." I'm like, "All right, so what I can do is, um, like, either you're gonna eat this breakfast or not. But if you, whatever you want to do, I can take you to the hospital right down the street. And uh, if, if you want to be checked, you know, if you don't trust my, like, I take you to the hospital if that's okay. I mean." I don't know what else to do here. I mean, I, I know I didn't do anything. Um, yeah. I respect you, like respect where you were. I let you sleep in my room, my in my in my bed. That's it. Now, if you need, you know, I can take you to the hospital. So, are you gonna eat this breakfast or not? And she like kind of like calmed down and realized nothing happened and stuff like that. Ate the breakfast, got to know me a little bit more. You know what I mean? Because you know it was a night just. You know, one night stand type of deal. She got to know me a little more. The fact that I cook breakfast and stuff, she's like, this motherfucker's not that bad. Like, maybe I should have gave him it after all. I don't know. But anyway, she's like, this dude's not that bad. And then she calls her girlfriend up who took some other guy. It was like some Latin dude, whatever, or Islander dude. This is why. Took some other dude to do whatever at that other dude's place because they were like a girl team. They split up. And she, um, she was like talking. And she was like, Dad, her girl had a, a horrible night because the guy had like, you know, he was like, you know, part of itty, itty bitty dicky committee. I was like, damn, that's messed up. You know, I was like, dang, you know, he was like a young, pretty boy, dude, stuff like that. A little spiky hair. I was like, dang, that's messed up. Like things that you don't really know or get or care about as a guy. But upon hearing this, like, dang, you know, and uh, and homegirl actually had a better night and better morning. She was like, pretty consent with how things went. Drove her home. That's it. So what went wrong? What went right? Well, um, I had expectations. You know, um, they were denied out of nowhere while the person's in my bed. But that a person being in my bed doesn't make like, oh, man, we're going to do this no matter what. That's insane. You know, I, I think. I think part of part of the 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 thing about sex and sexual relations and being with women and everything else, you know, whoever whoever whoever's listening, being with whoever you want to be with, 
is is the is the desire is the mutual desire if someone doesn't desire you there's no fun if no one desires you there's no enjoyment you know i want the woman to enjoy me you know usually they do you know so you know if i'm in there you know i'm just joking but anyway you know i want the woman to enjoy me though i don't want the i don't want the lady to to have me because i said so or have me because she's overpowered or have me because she feels coerced. I want a woman to have me because she wants to. You know, I feel like, you know, I'm giving a service, you know. You know, it's not a, yeah, you know, it's not, you know, if I go down on the girl, it's not a blow job, it's a blow vacation. You know, so. <laughs> so, so this app is supposed to protect from. It's what? made, it's made on people like men's fear of being considered rapists. You know, that's what it's made off of. A man's fear of being considered a rapist. But the app is flawed because consent should not be tethered to technology. You know, um, someone saying no or even someone saying yes shouldn't be tethered to, shouldn't be attached to some a piece of technology. Because that piece of technology can be removed from that said person or distance, distance from that said person. Now they can't type something in or whatever else. What's more important should be the fact the woman said no. Like, say, for example, right? All right, so uh, we're over in a club. Take my scenario. Back back in, a couple years ago, the girl, that girl in my bed, um, a couple years ago, this app existed. We both have smartphones. And we're in a club, and, you know, she's like, yeah. I'm like, dick? I'm like, are you, in, are you in need of vitamin D? She's like, why, yes, sir, doctor. I need some vitamin D. Consent. Yay, it's on the app. Yay. So she um she don't have her pocketbook because the way she's dressed, going out to the club, stuff like that. So she gives her phone to her girlfriend, which is something that women do. Right? So she gives her phone to her girlfriend, then comes goes home with me, right? Then she kind of like freaks out, was like all about that no. So what do I do? I, I respect the no coming from her mouth, or I should be like Oh shit! Too bad she. Too bad you about to get this vitamin D because you already said it before, and you know you don't got your phone to you to say no. Nah, 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 nah. Her saying no in that moment means no. No means no. No. I, I can't stress this further. It'll be really bad if there's folks out there who think that because this woman does not have that phone in her hand, she cannot say no. That's that's a bad idea. All the way across. You get what I'm saying? Man. Yeah, I understand. But distance would, I mean, distance would change that. Should it matter? As long as you hit the consent, like, your phone has to be near you. Well, what they, what if she changed your mind? You know, like, like she consented five minutes ago. She consented an hour ago. Like, what if she wanted to take, what, what she did in the club, right? And uh, she chose another guy. She's, she's so she's like, well, I'm not going home with this guy. I'm going home with this guy. Then what? You know what I mean? Will she lose her phone in the club? You know what I mean? Will she lose her phone in the parking lot? So yeah. And what if she don't have a phone at all? Or what? The guy's not going to holler. You're right. You're right. So yeah, it's that's it's a dumb idea. Nobody, folks. Don't get that app. Don't support it. All right. Um, the thought bots, though. You seen those online? No, man. I kept hearing about that on social 
social media though. All right. What the deal with these top? I'm gonna have to, I guess, procure some of those fo- those photos I saw on these Facebook groups and uh, and uh, show you them thing like send them to you through the messaging system because I like to keep things. I keep like keep my pages works work safe kind of. I mean, I do, I do like call out white folks pretty rough, but I like to keep things work work safe. So, um. These, they're like, Japan is making these awfully thick thought bots, man. And it's like these giant robot sex dolls or something. You know, I saw a picture. One had like meat, like, 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 uh, comic book proportions on the chest and everything. And one was, one was bent over. Might have been the same one, but you see like the butt is all bent over, like Nicki Minaj looking and stuff like that. I'm like, damn, man, J- Japan, they don't even have proportions like that. What's really going on? Man, it, it's horrible. Uh, one guy uh, in my Facebook group, because I, I, I'll link you to um, the, the thing in my Facebook group I'm in. Uh, one guy pointed out the fact that, you know, um, this is going to get really nasty if, the, if whoever's messed with those things is not cleaning them. Like, hell, a guy who's fucking a sex doll a super realistic or near realistic sex doll. Um, if he's not, he ain't cleaning that crap up. He might catch an STD with by from a by a fucking thought bot, man. Wouldn't that suck, dude? Yeah, that definitely. Dude's dick about to rot off because he stuck his dick in a in an unclean, like a freaking sex bot thought bot. He he haven't been cleaning. Leaving mess all. Yeah, that's ill. Things oh, will be like supposed to be like thousands of dollars or something like that. I'm like, man, y'all babies need to learn how to use your hand or something like that, man. I don't know what to say. So Put it on a five figure discount, like huh? You say what? So it looked like it's a human flesh type robot. Like, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't know like the true like texture of it and stuff like that. Like they're trying to aim for realism on how that thing looked. Like far as like yeah, I'm like, damn y'all. I don't, I, some folks make the argument that, well, what's the difference between a woman with a dildo and a man with that with a freaking thought bot? I'll say that's a really valid argument. I don't I don't have anything again. I I don't I see no way to co- to, to combat that 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 argument, but. However, pause for dramatic effect. I believe the uh, the best part of sex is the fact that someone desires you. You know what I mean? So, you know, I mean, if you have a bunch of folks buying these damn thought bots, man, you have even more men who don't know how to handle talking to women, don't know how to approach the women, approach women, and most importantly, don't know how to to absorb objection. They absorb, they absorb objection as if it's a rejection. Then a lot of times these men, they act violently and all this other stuff. Hey man, hey girl, you looking all right. Um, you look mad, fine, what's up? Um, I'm not interested. Da 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 da, I'm not interested. They be like, fuck you, we ain't good looking anyway. Dude, stop lying. You just, you were just hollering at her because she's good looking. I'm looking at her right now, she's good looking. I'm a photographer, trust me, I know good looking people. You're not, but she is. All right, you're not, but she is. So quit. Quit bullshitting. The guys do that though. Um, I'm I'm making joke. I'm joking with this, making comedy out of it a bit. But real talk, sometimes folks get violent. There's been like last year. There's been numerous cases where a guy shoots and kills and murders a woman 
because a woman simply said no. She just disagreed with the notion of getting giving her number up or sharing Facebook, Instagram, or Snapchat, Twitter, whatever's going on. You know, men, we need we need to do a whole lot better, and uh, us black men in particular, because anything you do nasty is going to be like all over the place. And black women, they don't care. They don't care white folks listening. They'll, they'll, they'll air black men all out no matter what. So, so y'all need to do better, right? We all do. And that might be thing. I need, I know I'm a good dude. There's things I I will never do. I think I have great traits concerning, um, absorb, absorbing objection or rejection or, um, someone saying no in my bed, you know, um, I think I got, I have great traits, but there's probably also other things that are toxic that I do that is like agitating air, you know, arrogant or toxic, like masculine, toxic, masculine nonsense I do. And, you know, I still got bags to unpack. I'm still working on all that, you know? So yeah. Um, yeah, you got to see those pictures, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's getting crazy. I'll link you to one of those pictures. Um, uh, yeah, cause I got a, Saw a little on my social media, and I was like, "Damn, I got to get caught up in that." But I didn't have the You know what's really funny about that is that one time I was sitting in a class, like, you know, like an adult learning class, you know, being in the army and stuff like that, you know, back when I was like vet, vet nonsense. And um, I was just talking to this like girl. She was like a friend, though. And I had like this weird question I asked her. I asked her because um, uh, we were talking and she's like, how come you guys always always think of somebody else when y'all be like, you know, rubbing one off or whatever else? And I was like. I don't know, but yeah, it's true. Like, you know, kind of think of somebody. It's something. It could be a cartoon character. It could be a comic book character. It could be a movie star. It could be an ex-girlfriend or a new one or whatever else. The one you're with, it can be any. But we are thinking about something. There's an image of a woman somewhere in the back of our heads when we imagine, we, we uh, imagine sex, right? Her... Now, this is not like like not all women, but it was really astonishing. It might be most women, but she pointed out that uh, when she go at it, you know, when she rub one off, she ain't thinking about nobody. <laughs> I'm like, what? No ex-boyfriend, no movie stars, no nothing. She's like, no athletes, no good looking folks in jail, nobody. She's like, nah, I, don't, I just just go at it. That's weird. And I, and if you now if this now the reason I'm bringing this up is because a woman only requires a fucking dildo, not the whole body of a man, just a dildo, right? So the face don't matter, the chest, shoulders, all that don't matter. All she needs is the phallus. A guy, we need the total body experience. You need the face. Need the neck, need the chin, need the, the chest, the shoulders, arms yeah. got to look right. 
Every the butt, everything has legs, toes, ankles, everything has to look right. Like guys, like you know, so I'll say that they are equal. You know, the um, the dildo and the thought bot, they are equal standings based on um, what the requirements is what a, what a woman needs to get it in and what a man needs to get in to get his groove on. Yeah, but uh. The hot boss, man. All right, so moving moving on, man. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the civil rights legacy leeches, man. Uh, have you heard in the news about this woman named Alveda King? Vaguely, yeah. She's a legacy killer? Nah, she's a civil rights legacy leech. Leech? Yeah. So, for those who have not been following... Alveda King is like a niece of Martin Luther King, the the uh, the late Martin Luther King Jr. And what she did was after, you know, shithole president in chief called all non-white nations, particularly African Afrocentric nations, uh, shitholes that, uh, you know, which is pretty racist because he also said, well, why don't we get more folks from Norway? Donald Trump, nigga. America's a shithole country compared to fucking Norway, dude. And it's not because we got black folks here. Like, uh, Norway, they don't spend all that money on military spending and and um, and all this crap and creating stupid-ass walls and all this other dumb-ass shit. Norway, they feed money into healthcare and, like, facilitating, like, greater greater life versus... You know, calling everybody scumbags, calling everybody, every poor person lazy, demonizing the poor. They don't do that shit there. So, you know, and plus, you know, we kind of, we as America, real talk, we kind of, you know, defend them. You know, we kind of defend all of Europe, which is the reason why Europe don't have to pay that much about, don't, they have no defense budget because, you know, we, we're like, oh, we'll protect you ever since World War II, which is something that America needs to shake up, need to, wake up and shake up out of um yeah man um he said that which was pretty racist we already know where he's going you know we know we know the white supremacy not well at least i do i know i i've, I, I've been a, a been watching white nationalists and white supremacists it's a part of my platform to observe these folks you know so um i already know that they're all about trying to make america more white i already know that as if, as if it can't get more white as is. But, yeah, that. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so Donald Trump said some racist-ass shit. And so you have um, Negro-Pian, uh, Tanuki suit-wearing, Alveda King show up using, like, <laughs> piggybacking on the legacy of the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., with King as her last name, which probably ain't her last name. It's probably some other shit. She probably freaking Alveda Jenkins or something. You know, she's a niece, dude. An old lady niece, man. She probably got married or something like that. Sure. King ain't her name no more. But she's wearing that joint because, hey, legacy, right? So this civil rights legacy leech brought shows up on Fox News of all places. It's like, hey, y'all, Donald Trump ain't racist. So, so what's your thoughts on that one? Are you frozen? If you're frozen, that will be weird. Oh, might be frozen. Okay, so um, 
All right, so it makes no point to add to tell us someone is not racist. It's no, it's categorically absurd. You cannot tell us Donald Trump is not racist if we can observe the racism of Donald Trump. We can, we, we can observe what you're doing, right? I say, for example, if, if I'm over here poking you in your shoulder, like this, I'm poking your shoulder, poking in your chest, poking your shoulder, poking in your face, and, you know, somebody show up that you think they, I think that you might respect, say something like, hey, Johnny Silverclaw is not poking in your shoulder. He's not poking at you. What are you going to do? You're going to heed the fact, you're going to heed to your observations of me poking you, that fact that you can feel me poking you, or are you going to listen to what this person saying, you know, saying that I'm not poking you at all? You know, James Baldwin said it best. No, we don't have to listen to white folks like what they say about them being racist don't matter. We can watch and see and observe what you do. Racism is a behavior and in it being a behavior, it's observed through actions, not words, not just only words. So y'all lose me with this nonsense, man. <laughs> I got folks over here acting like a dude ain't a dude ain't freaking uh ain't racist and stuff. That's crazy. That's all types of crazy. So nah, um Alveda King, you no, know, what what folks what the black community need to do is uh is throw her out of the cookout. Just remove her from remove her cooking. You're like she ain't cooking nothing, she ain't showing up, no nothing. You know. Take that to go play off her, all, like out of her hands and everything, man. You get nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah, so. Ah, oh, man. Donald Trump calling black nations shithole countries. It's funny when folks do stuff like that. It's like white people, they only have the mind to observe only portions of history that they want to observe. Like say a white person in America, they at least know and understand um, 1776. They understand the Revolutionary War, right? They understand these things. But what they don't understand is like other nations that existed, other locations on how they're exploited. How they're exploited by European powers to include American powers. Exploited by the American Empire. You know? I forgot which one happened first. I think it was America that happened first, then it was the um the Haitian Revolution. Yep. I think that was it. And um the Haitians only did what America was doing too. The problem is that. The French punished the Haitians after um, after the revolt, so Haiti had to pay um, the French for hundreds of years. So even after the revolution that took place in Haiti, Haiti was being exploited by French powers for well over hundreds of years. So if if a nation is not left to their own devices to flourish, what's going to happen? All right, you know, so, and this is the story of many African nations. They have been exploited by 
American powers. Now, Africa as a, Africa as a continent, you know, other than um, human cargo, hasn't truly been exploited by America the same. But that doesn't mean that, you know, white powers did not, uh, European powers did not um, exploit them. After, like various African nations have been exploited by the most by the French, Ivory Coast, and some of the like Morocco and some of the um, nations that border near France, uh, the Dutch, folks from the Netherlands, those folks, right? You know those Amsterdam Bamas and all them cats, the Dutch, them, and very few English powers, like uh, English speaking powers, but the Dutch and the French, they exploit the hell out of Africa. So, yeah, you can't sit there and um, act like, you know, um, these folks have not been, these lands and these people have not been exploited. You know, resources, gold, silver, iron, ore, tin, zinc, diamonds have not been extracted from these nations beyond the control, you know, suffered colonization, imperial, imperial dog acts. And then look at them now like, oh, they shithole countries. Shithole motherfuckers have been exploiting them. Something that even we as Americans have been a part of, like black Americans have been a part of. So, you know, by way of being American, by way of being Afro-German, Afro-British, Afro-French. Losing our identity, so... That's bullshit that a president says something like that, man. Total nonsense. But um, that's how most white folks feel, though. Their feelings trump life. Trump all else. All that to say about that. I will say this. If Donald Trump serves all four years of this presidency... Or worse, he serves eight years. People will forget what a president is. People will forget what a president is. You have folk, you know, he just he he just demolishes the seat of the presidency. You know, now you can you can hate all all American presidents. You can argue that all American presidents are racist. Yeah, to an extent, absolutely. But what Donald Trump is doing right now, modern day in our face is ruthlessly diminishing the seat, the chair, the, the the essence of what it means to be president. There will be people who, there will be people who, uh, there will be people who forget. There will be people who will begin cursing and swearing and acting all vulgar on, on, um, on national television as a president because Donald Trump did it first. People will forget that, Obama existed, Clinton existed, Carter, um, even even George, the first George Bush, the first George Bush didn't have mine to say something like, "Oh, those are shithole countries." He might have said some that crap, super really private. He might have said like a similar sentiment and a different different wording, but he's not even Bush don't have the even George Bush has basic basic common decency to. Um, to not be that way, you know, in the open. Yeah, it's it's but it, it's all it also lets us know where everybody else stands who supports them. 
I mean, we know he's morally unfit to run the country, yet still nothing is done. It's, I mean, it, it's evidence. How is it that you have video evidence of him saying things? Like, he's never once said he was not racist. He's never said, I am not racist. Uh, I am the least of this, or I'm the least of this. <laughs> but, but, it's, but, it's, but it's funny how no no reporter or no interviewer would just be like, do you hear what you just said? Like, no one, <laughs> no one, like, no one points him out, like, right then, and they're like, what? Yeah, most folks, like, say, um, a lot of times, because I, I'm a, I approach and debate a lot of white folks, um, sometimes a white person be like, you're racist. You're the real racist. They play that deflection nonsense because they think racism is about feelings, not actual institutional, systemic, sociological power systems. They think it's about feelings. So if I hurt their feelings by way of them being white, which is really easy, call out their bullshit, call out the racism. Like, You're the real racist. You know what I say? I'd be like, how? Can you elaborate on how? I don't, I'm like, I'm not going to be like, I am the least racist person you'll ever meet. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be like, how? I mean, I know I'm not racist, so I want you to elaborate on how. And when I do that, I force someone into a corner because when I ask you a question, now you are required to think. You're required to think about what you said. And folks don't like that. They don't like that. They rather be accused. They rather they rather me say, I'm not racist, er, and then make it like a back and forth. See, I'm not racist, like how you say you're not racist. And like, no, 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 no. You're a racist because you meet these requirements. You support racist policies and actions and behaviors. You defend racist policies, actions, and behaviors. And you I think you enjoy me, us getting shot by cops. Because if y'all didn't, it'll stop immediately. You distance your you, you distance your own humanity from my humanity. And there's power in that. We suffer from it. You don't. You are a racist. Absolutely, yes. You know, the like only time a, a white person can 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 really let me know they're not racist is if I'm walking down the street. I'm like in Phoenix or something like that. I'm walking down the street, and this white guy shows up and says, "Hey, um, watch out down the down the street down here. There's a bunch of Ku Klux Klan and neo Nazis over here. And oh, by the way, um, um, I shot them all. Now they're dead. Oh, here. Oh, by the way, you need a gun. You need ammo to defend yourself from these white supremacists. Here you go. I'm like, oh man, this white dude is not racist. When they actively combat racism, racist motherfuckers." I'll call that dude now. I'm like, damn, that dude's really not racist. Hey, um, there's a bunch of uh, skinheads down down his alley. They're trying to attack you, and I already took them all out. I shot them all in the head. Yeah. Um, you might not want to have this pistol because it might be kind of hot. I'll keep this. You, want, you need any ammo? That's a motherfucker who ain't racist. I'm like, that's the type of white dude I need in my corner. But somebody's like, they let all this racist shit happen, and they only care about the fact that they're not doing it. That doesn't help me. But like the like the topic that I mentioned earlier, I'm concerning rape culture. Um, it doesn't matter that I'm not a rapist. What matters is that I defend any victim of rape, and um, and on top of that, I uh, I seek to deter or eradicate rape when a man, you know, if it's if it's actually done. I stand against 
an actual rapist, not, oh, oh, the rapist? Oh, they're over there. You know, while kind of like, and if a man does engage in rape, I defend them. You know, I support and defend them somehow. Like, you know, I, how did you know that he really raped you? You know, some girls lie about this stuff. Do, 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 do. Like, the nonsense. Like, um, damn. Ugh. You know, like, when people make excuses for said nonsense, you're a part of the problem. Most white folks, smoking majority of white folks, make excuses for racism. So, they're racist. You know? Exactly. They're, they're, you know, races as, you know, as, as a description, descriptively, have you, like, have you, huh? Have you seen the CNN view? The what? With Don Lemon. Have you, uh, <laughs> did you see that interview, uh, Don Lemon had on CNN? Um, to what to do with all those, you know, like, calling all those names and stuff? Uh, <laughs> so on that one? All those, all those racial slurs? Yeah. The same ones I know. My my problem is my question is how come he's so comfortable saying them all? Yes. <laughs> like you can know him, but why are you so comfortable saying them all? He called he 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 referenced the word nigga twice on national television in front of Don Lemon's face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's this guy? No, who's it's, this it's guy? Uh, man. You, 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 Trey, you gotta see that one. They, they chewed that guy up. One of the, one of the, one of the analysts told the guy that he was gonna gut him like a fish. Oh, I saw that part. I saw that part because it had it had Charles Blow on the far corner, like the black dude that was like, like Charles Blow they had him on the far side. He's a um, writer, contributor. He uh, writes uh, content, stuff like that. Pretty positive guy. He's like. <laughs> he ain't seen nothing. Yeah. Man, I wish I was on a, on a show like that. I was like, damn, dude, they got you. Dude, you say he's going to gut you like a fish, man. What are you going to do about that? I'll be in skating like him. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah I, I saw a bit of that. I saw like the, the, the end of it, end parts of it. Yeah, it's like CNN. The problem with CNN is this uh, false neutrality that they do. And I'm getting sick of it. They're still doing it. I'm sick of it. You know, uh, false neutrality is something that is a technique that CNN and most and most liberal media do where they're like, well, you just have we just have to have the other side. We just have to have the other side. And it's like the most ridiculous motherfucker there. Like, take, for example, um, like, you know, an unarmed black child gets killed by a cop. So you have, you know, in action, in actuality, the uh, the police, the police chief actually fired the cop and everything else did things right. You have this motherfucker on CNN, this bald white dude, forgot his name. He'll defend a cop no matter what. The guy's totally wrong to defend him. It's like, and CNN, the CNN anchor, the person who's employed there don't say shit. If you're going to have a debate between two folks, can you at least moderate it? Can you at least call out bullshit when the one guy or one any of them call, say bullshit nonsense? Don't just stand there and let it go on. Say something like two plus two equals two. Okay. Two plus two equals 22. Well, like that. Uh, actually, you're wrong. Uh, two plus two actually equals four. You know, it's you know, two plus two equals four, not 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 two or twenty two. See, two things, two things. That's four. Yeah. 
CNN needs to do that. They don't need to keep on having these bum ass motherfuckers and let them just keep on ranting and raving. I hate that dumb. I really do hate it. If I'm in a, that's what I like about. What you about to say? Man, he he, he kind of calls motherfuckers out on their shit. Though. Who do? Don Lemon. Well, he does now. There was a time where he didn't, but he's getting fed up. Don Lemon. Let's talk about Don Lemon. He's starting to realize that he's black. You know, at first he was kind of like, you know, he's gay first, then he's black. But he started to realize he's actually black, which is a good thing. Um, I never like it when someone's really late, but I'm not I'm not gonna bash folks for being late because there was a time period I was I was a conservative, I was a black conservative, and based on somebody's standards, I showed up late to uh to the woke party or awareness thing or black intellectual or whatever you want to call it. So I had my stupid moments when I was a little, a little bit younger. Donald Trump, I mean, uh, Don Lemon, man, he's, <laughs> he's like Don Lemon, man. That dude, he, uh, he has like a bit of a mini fro now and everything else. He's like trying to, you know, he's trying to like really like get it in, man. Like I just, I just realized my light, my old light skin ass and I'm actually black. The pick and everything else. And, you know, got that ladies man afro going on. Yeah. Don Lemon's gonna start talking like ladies man too. Watch. Hello there, my name is Don Lemon and I'm the ladies man. You know, why did they talk like that back then? Where are they from? <laughs> they talk like their their tongue is too wide for their mouth. Hi, my name is uh, Leon Phelps and I'm the ladies man. You know, why do they talk like that? Anyway, um, yeah, man, um, it's pretty real out there. You got bot, you got thought bots. You have stupid ass apps, consent apps. You have a shithole president. You know, you have, um, you know, you got civil rights legacy leeches, man. Uh, I wrote an article on um, coonery and coons and stuff. It was pretty damn. It was pretty deep. It was almost like a documentary. It was like a, you know, I wrote like a documentary of uh, coons, man. It's pretty. Yep. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll, I'll throw the link your way. Yeah. Um, okay. It was like a documentary. I I like I, I when I um, first made the article, right? I um, got a whole bunch of photos of various folks who be cooning and stuff. You know, like uh, Michael Vick. It was uh, Michael Jordan. Um, you know, uh, like a couple of uh, sports commentators. Can't forget. I forgot the names right now. Uh, show, you know. Um, Tony Soda Moisture, uh, C.J. Pearson, um, Alfonso, Rachel, Alonzo, Rachel, whatever his name is, um, like Ben Carson, David Clark, and I, I, I got all these faces right, and I realized something that all these all these folks, all these folks who be cooning, who be wearing that tanuki suit and stuff, they um, are in positions of some type of power, and I I I think I I, fa- I found like five or six categories of coonery that exists out there one is the political coon you know this is like and this is like ben carson which is like a uh uh policy type coon, type political type you know a judge or legislative or executive branch folks to include black cops like david clark that is a government coon okay then you have um you have the sports coon which I realize that there's many, and I um, point out the fact that I believe there's many coons in the sports industry due to the fact that the sports industry was among the first industries that was integrated. And with that being said, with that with integration being said, 
and a thing, they had to cater to white feelings first. And that still goes on even today. You say what? A sports cone? Um, Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Um, how come, you know, like, uh, Cam Newton is acting like, uh, all that racism he faced, what was it, like 2016 or 15? Didn't exist in 2017? It was like, ugh, nah, dude. You, that was treating you like trash back in, that was treating you like trash back in that, uh, year, man. Get the fuck out of here. He's wearing a, he's wearing a, um, a skull cap. From uh, the Panthers, and folks calling him like, "Oh, look at this thug!" And it's like, "Dude, really? You know, you don't remember all that?" And you had the black community was defending you. It was the black community that was defending wow. you, not. And now you want to act like our issues don't exist? You know that you have um, Floyd Patterson, who was a boxer who was designated to fight Muhammad Ali back in the day. And Floyd Patterson was like, uh, he was like, you know, talk really proper, da da da. And he's like, um, he's like, I'm gonna, rest-, you know, because Muhammad Ali was a champion at the time. He was like, I'm going to take the, I want to take the championship back and bring it back to America. All the white folks are like, yay! And Muhammad Ali is like, what's this nigga talking about? I'm American. I'm from Kentucky. What are you talking about? We know what he's talking about. <laughs> Muhammad Ali definitely knew what he was talking about because he punished the fuck out of him. Floyd Patterson was like was like the designated champion to quell or subdue the the black savage Muhammad Ali. We already know like it, it, yeah, Floyd Patterson is one of the premier proto proto sports coons, far as I am concerned. Proto sports as far as I'm concerned, uh, um, one of the first. You have um, Jason Whitlock, who's in uh, who is a uh, commentator. Sports commentator, he commentators they they qualify. Yeah, you I don't, don't want to even talk about them. You already know. Good. You um there's so many in sports, man. It, it's 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 amazing. Michael Vick speaking out against uh Colin Kaepernick, and as soon as he does that, he gets a job in Fox News. Get the fuck out of here. He's like Colin Kaepernick, he should shave his shave his hair. It's not about the motherfucking hair, mother <laughs> Michael Vick, it's not about the motherfucking hair. Anyway, um and it's like, dude, you actually committed a crime. You were dog fighting, dude. Yeah, dogs chewing each other like they bloody steaks and shit. Blood all over the place. Got to kill the dog after the fight. That was some savage. That was some fertile ass savage shit. Crime that you you committed. Dog killing ass. This guy ain't commit no crime like you. You should be defending Kaepernick, not putting him down or telling him what to do. Anyway, um, there's there's so many man. Um, and so you got so I got the government coon. I have. Who else? I mentioned Sports Coon. Yeah. And uh, anyone other? Okay, so an Entertainment Coon. That's that's the third one. Entertainment Coon is very much like the Sports Coon because they, they all entertain regardless. Um, the Entertainment Coon would be someone like, say, Bill Cosby, who spent his better years telling black folks to pull their pants up when he was sagging women's pants down after drugging them. Oh, my God, what a fucking rapist. You know? Um, it, there's there's more, and, and sometimes you know sports folks transition into entertainment. OJ Simpson is a prime example. He became an actor. Everybody knows. Everybody wants to love Lethal Weapon, but they can't after they know how who OJ Simpson is. It kind of ruins those movies. You hear your laugh because it's true. Oh no, who no OJ Simpson now? Ruined those movies. He was funny as shit in uh, 
naked gun. <laughs> yeah, he was. I said lethal weapon, naked gun. I meant naked gun. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I meant naked gun. He wasn't. O.J. Simpson was not in lethal weapon. He was a naked gun. Yeah, naked gun movies. You know, he ruins those movies now. Just looking at it now, you're like, damn. You know, um, <laughs> he's a fucking no killer. He's a real murderer. Got away. That's like seeing George Zimmerman in a movie. You're like, uh, that, that just ruins the movie. Why is he here? Yeah, no <laughs> Why is he here? <laughs> this guy's a murderer. He's like George uh, Zimmerman act doing comedy and shit. Slap shit comedy. Get out of here. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Like uh, Raven Simone, Stacy motherfucking Dash. Those are entertainment um, coons. You have um, and another thing about sports and entertainment coons, they're kind of like the some of the first folks that you as a child is is kind of thrown in your face to emulate. You know what I mean? Like everybody wants to be like Mike, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's all part of a system. Um, the religion coon, that's another one. And this is really, you know, so think about that preacher that had the Brian Pupper haircut that was defending Donald Trump. You know, that guy. Yeah. You know, folks like that, because the problem with the religious coon is that if you were to attach the notion of an afterlife to any said task on this planet while amongst the living, you have like thousands upon thousands of folks will, will do it and they'll do it until they die. They believe that's going to they believe they believe that's going to that's going to lead them to a, a better afterlife. So the religious coon is particularly dangerous. To include the fact that, you know, most religious leadership roles um, to obtain such, you learn about how to, you learn a lot about um, how to lead people and how to manipulate folks. So um, the religious school is really dangerous. You know, who can say no to God? Right. You can't. You're like, I remember I was uh, used to rap and be on stage. Hey, you can't boo Jesus. That's one thing they said. Right. So you sing gospel at a talent show. You can't be booed. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that. You can't say no to uh, God. Right. Um, the last one I had was the, uh, social media coon and social media coon came in two flavors. One was like the type a, and the other one was type B. You can make which one, whatever, but the first one is, is similar, similar, similar to Tony Soto, uh, Tony, Thomas Jerome, Jabroni Harris, Tommy Sotomayor. This person exists only to attack the black community. And typically they do this, they get a pass, a free pass by parts of the black community by attacking another half. In his case, attacking black women, right? And there's also black women who attack black men. So, um, you know, there are are Tanya Sotomayors would exist that that only attack black men, right? So um, you have that type. Then you have the other type, which is uh, is, is similar, is is like C.J. Pearson or Alfonso Alonzo Rachel. These guys are not political figures, but they're um, they masquerade as say black Republicans or black conservatives, and they're only on social social media, and they're there to um, be photo and defend white supremacy for the most part. Okay, gotcha. Ain't that's a pretty damn good breakdown though, if you think about it. Like all like all coons fall somewhere in between all those. Yeah, that category was was funny. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> no. Yeah, you probably enjoyed the article. <laughs> the category of corner, right? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I just realized that all these folks are in some level of, of influence. Like social media, there's a whole lot of influence in that. And in the article, I reflected on myself because I used to be a black conservative. So like a, a Bush black conservative type, 
And um, I realized, like, I, I sit there and reflect on, like, what if Afrosepiophile was, like, a black version of Breitbart? What if um, I, I, I sat here and just diminished the black community left and right on a podcast or on these videos and stuff like that? What if that was my thing? Well, I would be rich. I will be quite well off. I will have, like, you know, another Mercedes Benz and stuff. You know, I would, I would be rich. So... Yeah, by way of, I wouldn't have to. I wouldn't have to have a real job. I'll just do that. Just either attack the black community or defend white supremacy, and I'll be rich because white folks love it when a black guy does that. They don't have to do it themselves. So, yeah, that. So he yeah, has a good article. Highly recommend checking it out. Yeah, you know, check out the website in general. Anyway, I'm about to uh, bring this one to a close. Do you have any last things to uh, mention? All right. So um, for the most part, um, so we need to do something about these civil rights legacy leashes. Got to do something about that. When you see them, maybe you got to you got to slap, you got to pop them in the mouth. You know, when I when I sit there about when I when I think about folks who be cooning and stuff, the real talk. Only thing I think of, I probably will have to get. I probably have to delete this video. Only thing you can do is kill them, man. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Only thing you can do you you're gonna have to kill them because they do it for safety. And we can't exactly provide that. We can't provide safety. We can't provide security. As well. like we don't have enough sociological power to reward good behavior. So you know, essentially, reward reward doing the right thing. You just have to. You're just gonna have to. You're gonna have to love black people, and you're gonna you're gonna have to engage in doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do, not because you're gonna be rewarded by it. So when it comes to these coons. Yeah, so when it comes to these coons, I'm thinking real talk. If we don't have to kill them, the only thing that they understand is security and safety. And it's and uh, like that dude, that one dude said in that uh, that one that second Blade movie, he'd rather be a cat, he'd rather be a pet than be cattle. You know, he'd rather, he'd rather be a pet than be cattle. It's best to slay them all because they're do it for safety. It's it's a safe and secure environment to coon to be wearing the tanuki suit all the time. So if you threaten their existence, if you're a greater threat to their existence, you know, uh, maybe you'll stop. At least you'll stop that one because they are dead. So, so if somebody's going to say I'm advocating um, killing folks, uh, I'm going to have to get rid of this. I'm going to have to delete this video and only have this in, on, on, the, uh, on the SoundCloud. So that being said, I'll say it's about that time. Thanks for joining us. Before you leave, you like what you heard, click like and subscribe to us on SoundCloud or iTunes, wherever you go for your podcast. Now let's be the last time we hear from you, you hear from us. Follow us on Afrosapio File. And if you want to be heard, you can always leave a voice message at 202-854-1996. Last but not least, be sure to check us out on AfrosapioFile.com for everything pertaining, pertaining to intelligent black thought. This is Johnny Silvercloud and Quick signing out. Peace.